Welcome back. Sister Zach and the podcast. I'm Ashlyn. Um, this episode, we ain't got Micah. She'll be back on the next one for sure. You know, I'm always changing the direction of the show. Hope everybody is good out there and enjoying themselves. Today, I have a guest with me today, a friend, a business owner, a boss, but mostly a friend, someone I've been building with, somebody I think is awesome. Of course, I only bring awesome people on my show to act up with me, correct? That is correct. Okay. <laughs> okay. We got Desiree up in the building. Hello. What's- hello. 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 How are you guys today? I'm so happy to be right here <laughs> on the show with you. And it's time for us to act up for real okay let me change you know i'm saying let me change the vibes of where we at yo she up here and i love desiree she coming on thinking we like on the radio like jim jim you know what i'm saying we gotta get on one two one two one two i'm like no this ain't that type of vibe yo you ain't gotta be selling ads even though we want some money but you know what i'm saying be natural yo but you are natural that is your personality while i'm making jokes um, but I, of course, I always like to share the space on this show and have different conversations about different things. And me and Desiree also connect, um, in conversations, but also in our business level as well too. What do you own? Promote your shit. <laughs> Talk your shit. Put the link hey, in the description. Guys, so if any of you, hopefully you are, you better be some people in St. Louis, you guys, I am at the Galleria Mall. We own, I own. The new Malaika hair shop. Yes, there's a black shop in the gallery of all. <laughs> Stand on your shit. Walk in your shit. See, that's why I like that. We're going to come on here and always, even though we talk our shit and act up all the time, we still like to still promote and, you know, pour back into other black businesses and other people out here doing their thing and grinding. You know what I'm saying? Talk. Do you want to talk a little bit about your business a little bit? Yeah, sure. So, um, we specialize in natural hair uh, where we do um, all different types of braids, locks, twists um, for your hair. And yeah, just come on. We have all of the lock jewelry, waist beads, vegan candles. We are very woke. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on now. Now when we say woke, that term and that, that could be broken down in so many different ways. Are you woke because you're in the Galleria Mall? <laughs> Oh, man. We're woke a couple different types of ways. Break it down for me. <laughs> How woke are you, sis? <laughs> We're not on that conversation today. So. She like, oh, don't you? You and your Wendy Williams bullshit. I, ain't t- I wasn't talking about the, you know no, what? You no, I'm just playing. I'm just joking around, of course. But in being in the space of the Galleria Mall, we know... A lot of our listeners, of course, because um, I ain't, ain't nobody looking broad outside of St. Louis and Kansas City listening to this mug. But, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people here in St. Louis do listen, and they know the Galleria Mall. Where are you in the Galleria Mall specifically? Yes, yeah, so um, I am located on the second floor. If you guys know where Macy's is at, we're on the Macy's side of the mall across from the H&M shop. Where the big shit at. Now her shit is even bigger. So we got to, you know, do what we need to do. I am down the hallway from Papa Bubba. Papa Bubba. To the left. Papa Bubba at the mall. To the left or the right? 
What do you mean? Which one you coming from? <laughs> uh, there you go. Yo, Wendy Williams bullshit again. No, just joking. Just kidding. No, but y'all go check her out. Um, I've actually gotten services from her, purchased things as well, too. Uh, I would not have someone on my show that I don't think has a great brand or something I like, even if it's just kicking it with his friends on the show. You know what I'm saying? You are all of that. So definitely want to say, in my experience, probably... Man, when I tell you she got some of the best detoxing things for your locks out there, folk, come come check it out. You know what I'm saying? When I tell you if you want some body butters and sugar scrubs and, and some, you know, saying you want to get your wokeness on, your black on, you want to be the black queen, <laughs> fist pumping it, whatever, and you want to feel melanated, Come and to come. Melody, you will definitely see the melanin pictures on the wall. Yes. Everywhere. Very, very, very black. The lock wig to greet you. The very, very, very and black. And then the wonderful vibes when you walk in the tunes. Customer service out of here, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay. But well, we want to make sure we're highlighting how black it is, y'all. And not only on the independent level, all the way up to, you know what I'm saying? Everybody up in here, black, black, and black, black, black. I'm black. And the only reason why I'm going this hard is because today is the last day of Black History Month. You get what I'm saying? Today is the 29th. Oh, what a way to kick it off. <laughs> you get one day, niggas. One more day. That's it. Get your black shit out of here. We going into March. Oh, man. But no, just jokes. Uh, but no, she definitely has good products, good services. Y'all should definitely check it out. The link to... Uh, her website and all her information will be in the description of this episode. Of course, when I put it up, y'all go check out my good sis. Um, but sh- you ready to? You want to say anything else about the shop, or you want to get the acting up? Let's 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 act up. All right, <laughs> Desiree, not Malakia hair. Desiree, right? <laughs> yes, Desiree. <sighs> Where would you like to start? We had a very intense conversation uh, the other day about. Because our journeys are connecting with each other, not only in a uh, independent sense, um, both of us as black women and me speaking on this show and a little bit on my other show too about some of the things that we do for a living, right? Um, and how we get to the journey of being independent black women doing our own thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about, oh, you had something to say. And I was going to say making our own money. <laughs> Continue on. I don't like to hold the conversation. No, Go ahead. no, no. You were saying, you know, how we get to that point of basically deciding to go into business. Yes. Um, decided to, deciding to work for ourselves and deciding to be our own boss. And that journey can be like very, very different, um, you know, for us as a people um, and just how we get there and the different things that not only go through our mind, our conscious, um, but also the different things um that we just, you know, go through um, how we think other people are perceiving us while we're deciding to be independent. Exactly. And do you think that those things are hard to get to for every black woman or given the imagery of America, right? America is full of imagery and saying what you should be as a black woman, what I should be as a black woman, especially in the workspace, correct? Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? How do you think that fits to people in their journey and becoming who they need to be and walking in their passions as far as work-wise? Does that make sense? 
Repeat the question. So like, okay, so like everybody in black people specifically, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about independence and getting there to having your own business, right? Mm-hmm. Both of us didn't start that way at one point in our life, correct? In yeah. our work journey, at least. Mm-hmm. At one point, we worked for the white man, right? Yes. In uh, certain organizations out, you know, more in the office area or any other institution that's not your own, right? How do we get to that? Because everybody shapes and tells you as a black woman, if you let them control that, what your, where you should work, how you should work, who you should work for instead of being a black business owner. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. A little better for you? Yeah. It's um yeah, it's like not exactly being just um in particular a black business owner, but I see it like as just being a business owner, um, period. Oh, she oh, took the black out. But just no, but going into independence, period. Um, there are people and unfortunately it's a lot of the people that is closest to you, um, family, um, friends that may look at your decisions as, you know, not smart. You know, you're probably going to fail. So why are you even trying? And having the whole mentality of, man, you supposed to go to school, work for the white man. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's been listening to me. (laughs) White man Steve and Zan out there. We're going to get to y'all today. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, you know, build your career and not make money for yourself. Um, so with having different people trying to influence your decision, uh, which is not normal, you're going against the norm, um, to try to create and start to build your own business. So you're working for the whites, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, white Steve's and Dan's, you know what I'm saying? We're going to get to y'all, like I said. But out there, we still going to take y'all a check. I'm going to still talk about you, though. Continue on, sis. <laughs> I say it all the time on here. Continue on. I'm messing with Ashley. I know. but <laughs> anyways, It'll make but sense in a second. You're, you're Go definitely, ahead. You're, like, you're working, but then at the same time, you're working towards your business, working towards trying to... Um, Build something of your own so you can make income for yourself, for your family, whatsoever, which would make income for. Um, but at the same time, you still have to work um, within a, a different environment. Um, so being able to um, juggle that is is pretty cool for our black women. For real. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying that, but, you know, I agree with some of what you're saying as well, too. But there's shaping, right? Since I'm gonna do what what you did, and I'm not gonna put black and white in there, right? Because some some we can't do that, right? Yeah, we not we just again there go America again telling us what we can and can't do, right? <laughs> we can't say black or white. We can't talk about that. But I'm just joking around. So seriously, on serious talk. But in America in general shapes everyone to images, like you just said. <laughs> You took the black out and said, it's not just black. It's, it could be family. It could be friends. It could be this, right? It's the idea that you have to work for an institution and the com- comfortability in that. Mm-hmm. That's what you're saying on that level, right? Yes. Why is that, though? Is it because of comfortability or is it because we've been taught 
you shouldn't go do your own thing. You should do what someone else tells you to do, work-wise, at least. Yeah, um, we've been taught to not be risk-takers. So we've been taught not to go against, you know, the odds. We've been taught to stay in one straight, narrow path, even though you know that, you know, your whole family was freaking broke. But stay on that path because, you know, it'll be better for you. At least you will be in the middle class. Well, let's talk about that. What do you mean? Go a little in depth of why you say that. <laughs> why well, I say at least. So you're, you're saying, okay, <clears throat> you think that. So you're saying, to my understanding, we are taught kind of who we, how we started this conversation, but we are taught go have regular Joe job, mm-hmm. even though it's not paying me nothing. Even though it's not paying you nothing, you know, if you if you're really great, you can build to it, pay you at least or at most eighty thousand dollars a year if you have a college education. Um, but go that's ahead. not a lot, huh? You said how much? At at most eighty thousand dollars, or if you're working in IT, at least you can start at eighty thousand or something of that sort. Doesn't matter. It Where does. it's at. Yes, it does. Exactly. Because she said the highest $80,000 for it's who? <laughs> for who? And what job are but, black but asses? But you're still taught to, like, if well, you yeah, have that, have you're that. you're almost, oh my goodness, you you are, you you have it. You got it all. We're taught to aspire for something. You know, if you're getting six figures, you are doing it. You know, you're doing it. If you're getting six fi- figures, you're doing it. You're being the best, right? Um, we're taught to look that way and not even to to even fathom, think of something that's past 200,000. What is that number? It doesn't exist. We're taught to not aspire for that, but more to reach for the lower apples, right? So when you decide, um, I'm not just going to sit here and, Maybe my cap in life will be two hundred thousand, or shit, I can make eight thousand dollars being a, a junior IT somewhere. That's my life. I'm you know, sorry, kind of explaining that. Um, anyways, I love it. <laughs> That's great. Give me more. <laughs> so, um, when you decide to say, "Hey, I don't want to reach for that. I want to reach for something that I was told I can't even touch." let alone think about seeing and you decide I'm going to do my own business and eventually build it to the point where I'm past that nice $200,000 check, you know? Um, it's just like, it's going against everything you've known, every, all your family, your home, your um friends the maybe the people even the people that you surround yourself in sees that as you're overreaching you need to stop but being able to keep going keep going to where they basically oh man by you overreaching you actually accomplish something you're starting to accomplish something maybe i should hang around you a little bit more Hmm. i don't know Mm, um. <laughs> that was pretty real. And I think in the things that you said, I can relate on 
minor aspects, of course, because we all have different walks of life, but that's how yeah. we connect when we talk to other people, right? By talking. Um, <clears throat> but I think, do you think this, right? Do you think the reason for that is because, I think it goes back to what I just said earlier, comfortability and imagery of what everybody should be, mm-hmm. Right? But when you say $200,000, sis, what jobs are those? Because most of the jobs <laughs> these days, you need to bring it on down. A lot, 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 lot more down. You know that I say the cap. 40K. 40K <laughs> to about 70. 65. Yeah, 70. yeah, yeah. 75, probably. That's a lot of money, depending on your lifestyle. But yeah. when you're in those places that are paying you that, being what we look like, we know it, we they bump you down to maybe fifty five. Yeah, if you got fifty five, you, you win there. You're winning, you know. <laughs> you set on life. You're set. Yeah, I, I probably should bring it down. And you said two hundred thousand. I was like, where, sis? Where's those jobs? <laughs> I do want to make that one day, but I don't know if that's. What, I definitely have to go back to the white tan real fast <laughs> if I want to make that. Uh, now let me cut it out. Um, but yeah, realistically, I think about 75, maybe, yeah. Yeah, maybe 80, depending on what they do. I mean, if you 80, you boss, you, yeah, you making more money boss. than I was. <laughs> I'm just saying, you, you ever, you yeah. ever made 80K in, in the office? In a, a corporate world? No. Got an interview, uh, <laughs> an interview for a couple, but. Didn't reach it. Nah, I mean, the man, it yeah. just didn't work out. Yeah. Universe said, hell no. <laughs> Not in this world. Cause unless it. you have your own business. <laughs> <laughs> no, even aspiring to work up to that, you ain't going to get that. They going to cap you right here. This where you, this where you. You will get 72. <laughs> <laughs> I was going lower. <laughs> oh. Much lower. <laughs> You know what you said? I, I guess 40 my, to 55? My, my, I guess my, uh, what do you call it? My um, experiences in the work world is in the in the um, technology department. So sure that's, talk what's about going, that too. that's what's going on. <laughs> you think all them white dance, or excuse me, I said white dance. No, you think all those uh, quota to hire black folks in IT all making that? I was the only one. <laughs> right, which what? <laughs> I was not that there many was black one people. Online. <laughs> at least one of the other online. Right. A black man. <laughs> right. He black probably been working eighty years. Yeah, he was there for a long time. But I was the youngest one. <laughs> I was hitting. I was succeeding the quota. Oh, shit, as a, a master's. Look, you say how many? How many other ones was there? Two. <laughs> two. Two. Me and the other person. You and old man Steve. <laughs> it's no, IT old, no, let me get IT. That's yeah. uh, that's Henry. <laughs> old man Henry over there in the IT department. He been working and working. He's smart as hell. And now you. <laughs> oh, so oh, in sorry. that with that just jokes or whatever, it's just looking at these different things and it shapes us to, you know. And I'm not. We're not shitting on people. <laughs> Making those things because eighty thousand dollars is a lot of money. <laughs> it is a lot of money. Seventy seventy thousand, depending on your situation. We're just ideally when I talk about independence and business and owning and 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 knowing yourself and owning what you want in your life. 
you know, it is something to break in a lot of ties of imagery that we're talking about here that people place on you. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Because people get comfortable, people, we get comfortable. We like this is we gonna keep on riding this this comfortability train, man. I'm I'm gonna be at this job, man, and I'm gonna go in there, and they gonna tell me one day I'm gonna get that good raise. Hmm. What happens when you get the raise? Two percent. <laughs> You have the highest raise in the company, though. You are top 10. (laughs) You are percentile. You're doing a great job. (laughs) Let you know. Now, so with that being said, we're just making jokes, of course, about work. I guess this episode will be more specifically talking about that and wherever else we go in a conversation. Because the conversation ain't good if it don't go nowhere else. It never stay on topic with me. But um, with that, what made you want to get into your own because you mentioned already you worked in the corporate world with me also yeah um well baby want to get into my own i've always wanted to honestly me personally i've always wanted no to... desiree over there <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just joking i always wanted to be my own entrepreneur um and have some type of business i believe um probably my dad instilled that in in me just to you know have your own business do your own thing um so when I was in high school, um, I don't remember exactly when I made this decision, but I know I made this decision in high school um, that I'm going to own my own business. And that's what I'm going to college for is to figure out how I can own my own business. So I went to college, you know, went to business school and everything and um <clears throat> Majored in business. <laughs> <laughs> right. Majored in business. And business, I was like, okay, so now how can I business of business administration? Right. Business administration. Okay, let's let's call With it. The emphasis it is. in marketing. So <laughs> they got you too, Tim. <laughs> Shout out to Nevian, baby. <laughs> but I had my minor in theater and dance. So <laughs> Oh, you had a minor, huh? Oh, I said fuck that shit. <laughs> No, really. Um, so I was, I was, I was saying that I wanted to be in business. Um, so when I went to school and I'm like, okay, now how do I own my business? Even though I went and got my degree, the American dream degree, (laughs) your bachelor's, the business administration, (laughs) right? It's Uh, like, okay, now I got this degree. Now, how do I own a business? Like, how do I do it? And it's, um, so, um, I started to try and um think about what type of business I would like and then around that time that's when I was in while I was in college I was getting into my own self-knowing um understanding my own hair not even having perms in my hair and just learning about my hair period so I kind of fell in love with hair but I graduated right so I went to grad school for business oh well not because I'm (laughs) me how to run the business right uh so when i got to grad school i decided um i'm gonna start a business so i used all of the knowledge i was learning in grad school every time we had a project as if it was for my life to hair which is my business so i guess though i guess answering the question i probably went off on a tangent um i've always wanted to be in business (laughs) 
<laughs> no, you didn't go off on the tangent. You gave me a broad picture. And what did I just say earlier? The conversation isn't good if it stays on topic. It always has to go somewhere else. So, with that being said, you were telling how you got passionate in earlier when I was listening to you. Because, of course, I want to cut you off on let the energies go, right? You said something that resonated with me. You said your dad, he pushed that on you very early on. I think tying into imagery, right? We talked about that earlier. Tying into imagery and tying into also what shapes and molds a person from the ground when they first get into the world, all the way up through their experiences that they experience, even outside of their parents, it shapes them and molds them to the things that they're going to do. Being we live in... (laughs) We live in America, so everybody wants to live this certain dream, right? Yeah. Right? And it's developed as you go through your different ages, as you progress, right? But I think the foundation starts when you first get here and the people that are showing you that. Mm-hmm. And who are, who are they? Your parents, right? So I think that also ties into a lot of the reasons why everybody's not owning a business. Everybody doesn't have that. Everybody walks a life, walk of life is very different as well too. But I think it starts there in mindset. Mm-hmm. That can be changed and molded too. Unfortunately, when you go through life, you know, like, oh yeah, well, uh, it's hard. And then circumstances, I, I don't want to do my own thing. It's hard. Let me go accept Am I making sense? Yeah. Can you, do what do you think about that? Yeah, I do. I do think that. I do think that um, <clears throat> the people that you grow up with does ex- influence you a lot when it comes to um, probably you know deciding if you're going to. St- do a business or start a business or anything of that sort or not or not right, <laughs> right. or not. Um, but also like your situations, um, situations help influence that too. So in particular, my life, um, the situation is we had a big family, you know, there was nine, nine kids, right. (laughs) And my mom and dad, um, in certain situations, for instance, I was, um, I was blessed to be put into a private school that was, um, um, being paid for um by a local pastor right but then our family decided to move to a different church organization and that particular pastor decided no longer to pay for my education so that put me into a situation to either say you know what you're gonna not go to the school anymore and go to a you know a less accredited school, a school that is very struggling or you're going to do something about it so you can still go to the school you want to go to. That was the situation that I was put in. My family was dirt poor. We lived in the Peabody's. There was, you know, we had nothing. Um so me being in that situation, I told myself I don't want to settle for anything else um that you know, I don't want to settle for that. If my parents at the at the time cannot afford to pay for this particular school that I wanted to go to, well, I need to figure out a way to make money and pay for it myself. So that's what I did. I went to Sam's, bought candy, 
Well, I asked my mama for some money. <laughs> I was a kid. Right? <laughs> hey, I it's going to pay off in the long run, Can I have mama? $15? Um, she said, what do you need $15 for? I, I want to go to Sam's and buy some candy. Why do you want to buy some candy? Because I want to fundraise and make money so I can go to school. Oh, look at well, you. <laughs> Young Desiree. But it's, so she agreed. She was like, yeah, let's go. So I went and I hustled every single last person in the parking lot. I said, mom, look, we bought. 30 pieces of candy. I don't know if it was 30 or 50. I think it was 50. 50 pieces of candy. I made $50 by selling this candy for $1 to everybody in this parking lot. She was like, yeah, you did. I said, okay, here's your money back in some gas money. <laughs> Went back into Sam's, bought two more boxes. Went to different neighborhoods, knocked on the doors, showed them <laughs> my grades. Like, look, I have straight A's. You were that kid. Yeah, I was that kid. (laughs) Shoot, maybe I should have been like you. I would have been a business owner a lot earlier. I'm doing bullshit. No, (laughs) really, but it's like the situation um, that I was put in. It was saying like, hey, if you don't go and work for it yourself and get your own, you won't be able to get what you want. And I learned that very, very early as a child because of the situation. We had a big family. Yes, my mom was there to help me fundraise, make money to pay for my education, um, we, in addition, we was able, because I was studious, I was able to get like a scholarship to help, to help society that, you know, to help with those payments in addition to, um, literally knocking on doors. I, I really don't know how I did it. I was in sports, was making straight A's, was working all of the time and fundraising <laughs> to pay for school as a high schooler. And so that that motivation, that drive to um, actually go and make it on your own to, to do something had stuck with me always. And I always knew like this was my calling was to run and to make my own and do my own and figure out a way to make money um, as a person. Is a human being in this country, correct? <laughs> Can't say black. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I think that's dope and wonderful. And I agree. Um, your situations and circumstances, also your 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 growing up and who's guiding you, it can it can be good or bad, but it also your experiences and the passions that you find over time, they spark a lot of the interest of what you're gonna do, build into your future and your foundation and business, right? Um, so I totally agree with that. Um, I know probably everybody listening to this, like, why y'all talking about job shit so much? (laughs) What is going on? (laughs) Hey man, you know, work is a part. I think America wants the DNA to be the DNA of people that's not rich to work, 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 work. You gotta work, work. Yeah. You are your job. Do you ever feel that way? Not now. Because it's different. Of course. When you worked for America in the White Dans and Steves. <laughs> yeah, it's like you, you just always have to work. You you have to, you know, save up that vacation time. Be on time. <laughs> Don't be a minute late. <laughs> You're gonna get the point. You go point yourself out. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah you know we do that <laughs> don't want to point us out oh baby the white cares will point you out in corporate boy they gonna tell on your ass <laughs> they gonna go right to tell on you yep you late 
Late, 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 late. So I feel like with that being said, what inspires me so much about and where I'm going in my life, of course, moving forward, um, and inspires me to see other people that are actually living in, in their passions. Was it always hair that you knew you were going to be the business? Mm. Independency? No, it wasn't for me. Anyways, it wasn't always hair. Like I said earlier, it was always about the fact of just having a business. Yeah. Owning a business. Um, That's what drives me um, even more is to being able to learn and grow how to run business. So I I um basically mix two of my passions together, which um is hair and you know holistic type of living and um just the fact of the pure love of business itself. Um and I decide to make one of my passions my job. Which is, you know, <laughs> Just business. <laughs> hey man, some people listening to this that ain't saying what you're saying. They probably gonna be cursing me the hell out for what some of the stuff we didn't say about jobs. <laughs> but yours is different, of course, because you made your passion yours, and I think that's wonderful when people find that and go and they actually do it. Do you? But you stepped out of something. So what made you want to step out? Yeah. So, um, besides the fact that. Um, I wanted to make money for myself and, you know, be able to, um, provide for my family and for, um, for myself. Um, I had to get out of the best way to say is a toxic environment. Toxic environment. I'm like, now we acting up. Let's go. Now we acting up. <laughs> it's like that toxic relationship you don't supposed to be in, but you keep going back to. That's what corporate <laughs> is, y'all. Like if y'all have a business, stop sleeping on us, sis. Like you gotta get don't out. Don't sleep like, on me. Gotta get out. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get out. out. <laughs> I know that's a Jill Scott song. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually you gotta get up, but you gotta get out. <laughs> No, but no, um, but really, so um, what inspired me to go is to, you know, I wanted to provide myself and I needed to get away from a toxic environment where I can't even be my own self inside of being my own race of what they call black culture. I can't even wear my hair. You can't wear your hair my like you want to. It has to be, you know, we got to have the lace fronts, ladies. Just and then, but it's nothing wrong. Hey, look, she's wrong with about, lace fronts. I was about like, to say, you better stop in, it. Baby. You about nothing to say, wrong with them. you do them, don't you? Don't you stop? A black woman gonna have a sewing. Don't you she cut it out? Her sewing. No, I didn't have one or two. It, but the fact of feeling that I need to have straight hair in order to be a part of another Accepted. organization. Image, imagery. Talk about so, it earlier, right? Yes. Um. So yeah. Lace fronts, wigs are fine, but to be able to have, because I also always love, absolutely love my natural hair, but to be, oh man, maybe I need to go ahead and braid it up today, sis, for this interview. You know? Yeah. 
<laughs> put it in braids and put that that wig on top of it, you oh, know, to damn. look more like Becky. So- <laughs> Dude, no, 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 no. Not look like Becky. Be accepted by Becky. Oh, Becky. And you know, be best friends with Karen. So- <laughs> oh shit! Dangerous territories we going into. Go ahead. I'm you sorry. know, so you can move up in the chain. So, um. Yeah, where was I with this? Oh, we, <laughs> I, got, we a, I got way off. We in a good spot, actually. <laughs> what you just described is why I quit my job three weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> Woohoo! Give me Welcome a pal. To the other side. I ain't never even said it on the show. They don't know what I do, but they kind of do. Boom. Say it again. What's Toxic environment. That's Toxic. how we started this. I asked you. Um, because at first you were speaking from, uh, a standpoint of, you knew I want to be a business owner. I don't know what it is. It's been taught to me as a young girl all the way up to where I am now. And, or when you got to the point of knowing I, yes, dad, and everybody that's influencing me personally, yes, I want to be a business owner, but what, what, you know, and then you start walking to that. I asked you. You left something because I've known you a while and you didn't always be where you are now, of course, what we're talking about. Um, And we got to corporate America and the toxicness of it. Mm -hmm. So you want to even tap back in? (laughs) (laughs) Brought you up to speed, drop a bomb and go back to you, right? Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's um, it's very, in my experience, maybe everybody don't experience this. I don't no, know. everybody's so, not the y'all same. Y'all got to tell me if y'all experience this, this at work. But. Um, Put it out there, what? Have, having a toxic, you know, being in a toxic environment, meaning like not being able to be truly you, true, and just not being able to do it or being around um other people in particular, I'm not trying to be a race thing, but <laughs> trying her. to be more hey, like hey. a white person in order to move I up and make when, more money. I love when people get so. on the show. And, uh, <laughs> listen, if y'all listen to this show, you know I be calling this stuff out. I talk about white dance, white Steve's, and white Karen's. All right? Now, yes. it's all in fun and love, but they be doing some things, don't they? Yes. So don't feel like you uh, got to corporate up. I'm not corporate, Okay. <laughs> Now, I can give y'all uh, ways how to um, be like corporate dough in your own black business. <laughs> HR. <laughs> no, I'm just Shout kidding. out to Ashlyn. <laughs> you need some recruiting services, a podcast, and I told y'all I quit the job three weeks ago. So <laughs> Please reach her at <laughs> AFL, F-E-L-L at gmail.com. AFL61 at gmail.com. Yes. Get the email right. No, I'm just kidding. So back back to the seriousness. Um we all have worked, whether it's in corporate America or some somewhere else. Most of the people listening to this podcast have worked at mm-hmm. a toxic working environment for these systems and these businesses, unfortunately. And we've all at one point been in environments where we've been chained to the situation and don't want to uh, uh, step out of them. Yeah. So, you got to step out of something, right? Yeah, you do. How many white dance made you want to step out? <laughs> <laughs> it was Karen, though. Oh, it was Karen. <laughs> it was definitely Karen. How was Karen? What'd she do? But she was having her head lifted. 
lifted? <laughs> nah, she was just a little high. So, high maintenance? <laughs> high maintenance, yeah. Is it Desi or Desiree? <laughs> Where do you go by? I uh, like your hair. What do you do to it? You were a little late though yesterday, I noticed. Oh, uh, that you sneak that in real nicely and sandwich it. Don't forget the sandwich. Don't forget to put it in the sandwich. Package it nice. Yeah. Yeah, so I can understand that. You know, I had my white Richards and Steve's and Dan's, you know. Oh my God, did you play basketball? Oh my God. Can you touch the top of this desk? I'm done. <laughs> You like Wu-Tang? And it's goes, on your shirt. <laughs> I saw your desktop over there. You know what I'm saying? You left it open. And you know, you had Tupac. And I'd be like, technically it wasn't Tupac. It was Jay-Z. Oh yeah, 99 Problems, right? Mm, Married to Beyonce. To your screen. It's against company's policy. <laughs> oh, and I noticed that you had an extra bagel at the... Um, you know, down there at the uh, cafeteria. You know, the cafeteria, <laughs> we had extra donuts and bagels. You know, we sent the email out. You know, I noticed she didn't give anything. Also, <laughs> I love Wu Tang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is why I can't work for Corby, y'all. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm acting up too much. She's acting up for real. That's all right, man. You know, it just. I want everybody to walk in their passions and be who they want to be and make this bread and black people, y'all go get what y'all need to get. Now, I ain't saying everybody go run and quit a job because everybody should walk in their own truth. My truth is not your truth. Desiree's truth is my, not mine. Now, we might connect on some things, but it ain't her truth, right? So, I think we want to go, unless you want to stay here on the white man, I want to go somewhere else, right? Yeah. We've been talking and talking and talking, right? I like to talk about current events and other things. And she might get mad that I bring I might bring this up. It's all love and funny. Desiree didn't know that Patty LaBelle only Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, Desiree. <laughs> no. Yeah. She like, don't you dare say that. It's funny. Can I? Go ahead. Alright, come on, you come on, man. It's jokes. <laughs> And it's funny and it's love, so don't oh, take it as man. such. It's bad things. Desiree is not really, I know this, she's not really a music person. I am, right? And I'm not saying everybody has to be, but it's so interesting. Some things that people check out of when they're into their own things and their own worlds. You didn't know that Patti LaBelle uh, had this long-lasting musical career. <laughs> you, thought she, you thought she only sold Patti Pies? <laughs> Oh, man, that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know how I many black people are going to be listening to this right now and going to be they pissed be at like, you? What? Sis, what's she, going on? She got too caught up in the other world. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she wanted a business so bad. <laughs> she said, fuck Betty. <laughs> <laughs> no TV for seven years. <laughs> damn. <laughs> oh, man. You really didn't know that I had to play If Only You Knew. And then it clicked. It made Oh, sense. I heard they said. The barbecue at the reunion. <laughs> oh, they play this one. It comes on my Pandora station every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Petty, right? <laughs> the disrespecting Black History Month is hilarious. Oh, I ain't even gonna go there no more. Um, music. What you listening to? What do you like? Um, I like all different types of music. Actually, the problem is, is just that 
I don't know none of their names. And <laughs> it is a lot in today's yeah. time. <laughs> um, but recently, I've been put on by Missy over here, um, Jasmine Sullivan. So, oh, I'm you mean, her. been rocking at hotels? <laughs> yes, I've been rocking hotels. That mug is nice, ain't it? <laughs> yes, the yes, whole yes. thing is just songs. <laughs> the the all all of it. Oh, and I like the acoustics in it and everything. But oh, there's so, always a but. You know. I do have a music background. Oh. <laughs> you ain't gonna put me out there. I said I didn't know no Patty LaBelle songs. I, I thought but she I only have sold a, a Patty music, Pie her whole music, life. More of a music background in um in in gospel Christian type music. And you didn't uh, because know Patty I played the piano. I'm a, a wonderful. And you didn't know Patty And LaBelle. I did not. I did not. But she played the I piano. Remember, I don't remember names. So the, the that is so disrespectful <laughs> to Patty. Damn, I don't remember your name, Patty. <laughs> but um, yeah, I played the piano for high school, the church, another church, and college at the Umso Gospel Choir. So I, I'm very musically inclined. <laughs> I don't know why I had to put that out there. You just had to. <laughs> hey, sis, I understand when. I have bricked a few times in a basketball game, quite many times, okay? And sometimes you got to go out there and be like, let me stroke a little bit and get the game back on my side. <laughs> what else you play? You play clarinet? You play, you know, no, it's just you piano. spin on one head? What you do? I did sing. <laughs> Somebody is writing a Gen Xer right now is pissed listening to this. How you not know Patty? <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. That's hella funny. Uh, what else do you agree? What else do you listen to? Um, let's let's see. Um, I like Beyonce. I just like her music. Um, I like I like Mally music. That's uh, that's, yeah. yeah. I like Mally music. And yeah, uh, India Irie, Erica Badu, Lauren Hill. All no, the classics. Yep. You can't I always go back to the classics. Yeah. You ain't listening to nobody new? You know, I like Doja Cat, Cardi okay, B. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. That's what I'm talking about. Bring the shit out. Yes, I <laughs> like Doja Cat. Back up a little bit. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I like Doja Cat. Um, you know, gets me in the workout mood. You okay. Know, just listen to uh, is it up? If it's up, is it okay. Up? That's my shit too. We gonna wear that one out. Thank you, Cardi. Keep it up. Yeah, it man, that song makes no sense. But it be going. She be flowing on that beat. I be like, go ahead, sis. Yep. I can make the party rock. Come on, you can. Exactly. Anything um, else? Yeah. Some um, some Miguel. You know, yeah, Miguel's nice. Some Maxwell, you know, little old school, little Maxi Max, <laughs> little pretty wings, you know. <laughs> but yeah, um, that pretty much ends my world there. Yeah, she came <laughs> real quick. Um, Everybody else, I don't know. Eh. You know, you'll be lucky if I heard of your name. Yeah, so. <laughs> you ain't into music. I get it. Uh, you watching anything? I was checking out the um, since it is the last. A day of Black History Month. Uh, I was checking out the Billie Holiday movie, watching and streaming anything yourself. No. You don't watch I'm TV? Not. 
You are a nerd. You like books, <laughs> don't you? I love books. I'm a nerd too. I am reading a book. <laughs> what like, you reading? Then the Ten about... Habits of Effect. Well, that's another book. I'm actually on Ten X Ten Exit. Um, don't be disrespectful because I forgot its name. So. <laughs> oh shoot! She like I'm going to go look right now. You got up like we ain't recording a show. It's not here. <laughs> Is it a white man? It is a white man. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> but I have the podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. Nah, man. But you got some last words for the people, man. This has been kind of fun, this episode. Ain't kind of fun. It's always fun talking to you, the homie. You can always pull up again anytime. You got something else? Come on, man. Plug something. Or say some kind words for the folk. <laughs> I'm still trying to look for his name real anyway, quick. <laughs> that white man is important. I was trying to... Uh, oh, it's called... Um, if the his 10X name... Rule by Grant Cardone. This nigga name is Grant. <laughs> oh. oh, man. No, oh, really, really Grant. guys. That's a good person to actually learn something from. So. I'm just kidding. What is the book about? Um, basically taking your mind and it's for entrepreneurs. So if you're, if you're, <laughs> if you are entrepreneurs, you are what you there, think, you are what you read, you, you are know, what you if eat. You're try, if you're trying to take yourself or even your goals, period, to the next level, um, you know, go ahead and, you know, giving a shout out to Grant. <laughs> it, it teaches you how to, um, to, to 10x your business to when you thinking you're making a thousand dollars, you you make ten thousand dollars. So it just really teaches you how to ten x your your ability to work, how to um, maximize it, and go to the next level and not think in a small bubble. Small bubble. Look at her. She 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 don't go to sleep. She don't have enough fun. Business 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 business. <laughs> it's all about the money, baby. It's all about the moolah, right? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> but I, you reading anything else? That's not about business. But I understand your mind always got to be on the money. Yeah, no, currently no. It's everything that I'm really focusing on um, about the business and everything. Locked so, in. I'm I ain't got no time to be <laughs> off watching no Hulu. I come home and sometimes Joe has... A, a show on Mary Life, and it's called um, American. It's a really popular one. <laughs> American <laughs> Gods. No, no, it's like it's like a you know. Oh, it's called the American. No, it's called like American Hustle or. Um, Y'all gonna be mad at me because we y'all all know. watching this show. <laughs> American Idol. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's like man, y'all over there still watching it? No, no, it? it's a new show on Netflix. Oh, or it's a good show on Netflix. Um, uh, I'm probably late. Netflix be missing me with um, some of the shows sometimes. But I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Anyways, um, other than coming home to random, you know, nice Netflix binges. Um, what you binging? There you go. Yeah, I'm currently I'm not binging anything. But other than when I'm not binging... Because I'm not binging. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm really just focused on reading more materials about books and hair, and you know, that's my world. What's your favorite hair movie? 
Favorite hair movie? Barbershop. I don't have a favorite hair movie. <laughs> Do you know any of them? Cause you know, yeah, I know some of them, but I just don't have a favorite hair. Movie. <laughs> That's such so. a typical question to ask somebody. Oh, <laughs> uh, you do hair. What's your favorite hair movie? <laughs> I don't have. A I had a white a white damn moment. <laughs> That's your job. So you just love all hair movies. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just yeah. playing around. But uh, yeah, we. I'm not really. Watching anything outside of that Billy Holiday movie, I need to finish it. Eh, I'm still on Jasmine too, as far as music goes. That hotels, man, we're gonna push that lady to platinum. That's a good ass album, man. Mm-hmm. The Finding yes. album as well too. She about to say some words. Look at you. <laughs> she like that man. I don't even got no words. Jasmine <laughs> album is just, just that good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad she getting the praise finally. And I'm going to put Victoria Monet out there, you guys, because listen to her ass like that. Yes. Yes. It will make you go to the She did not talk about, at least she didn't, at least least she woke up to talk about Victoria Monet (laughs) like that and not Grant. I'm just kidding. That's a black Please woman. Listen singer. to that. Listen Ask to that. Like it that. will motivate you to work, girl. Work. Work. And work. <laughs> That's your shit. <laughs> it is, y'all. If, if any of y'all know, know, have been around me and know me, I play it about 15 times a day. <laughs> so. Nah, yeah. that is a good song. I like Victoria Monet. She has a very bright future ahead of her. She needs a little more push, but uh, her Jaguar project that has that song on there is really good. Yeah. Uh, you want to, since you can sing, why don't you sing the song? No. Oh. <laughs> oh. No. She like, no, no. I'm not going. Okay. I understand. Uh, but other than that, man, I don't know, man. It's been really good to share the, share the, share the show with you. It's been really good with you, too. And... To your listeners, hello. Make sure you come and visit Malika Hair in the Gallery of Mall. <laughs> Go check her out. What's the website? Um, Malika, that's M-A-A-L-A-I-K-A. Oh, my goodness. H-A-I-R.com. <laughs> One more time. Malikahair.com. M-A-L-A-I-K-A-H-A-I-R.com. Blackhair.com. Right. Y'all go check her out here in the Galleria Mall if y'all from St. Louis or whatever. And even if you're not, come in town. Come to the Galleria Mall. Check her out. She upstairs right across from H&M. You know what I'm saying? Great, great, great product. But anyway, I appreciate you coming on the show to jam with me this week. It was great. Lovely. Thank you. Y'all make sure y'all stream me. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts at. And we gonna wrap it up. And end it here. Y'all be easy and be safe and check us out on the next one. Bye-bye.